Hey, everybody. This is Sophie. This is Boo Mama. <laughs> That's Melanie. We've been talking now for about 40 minutes and haven't been recording. <laughs> no. Haven't been recording. Did it you, just shut itself off? I guess. I don't know. Or maybe I hit something. I don't know. But it hadn't been recording. We've talked. Listen, we have talked about <laughs> people wearing yoga pants and leggings with short jackets and and oh, no. not near enough underwear. We've talked about a plethora of makeup options and 40-something skin. Mm-hmm. We have. We had a lot to say. We have now- covered a lot of topics. I've talked about my awkward encounter with an, an older couple in Panera today, and um, and it hadn't been recording. Oh, no. When do we think it stopped? Can you tell? Um, I can't tell. But mm. it had it wasn't recorded. I mean, like it looked like it hadn't been recording for a while, <laughs> for a while. God. So, well, I guess I guess we'll just have to hold the first forty minutes of this conversation real tight in our hearts. Yes, it was. Well, it was meant to be. We we got to find out a lot of things. <laughs> and then I guess we're gonna have about a twenty minute podcast. Okay. All right. So are we recording? No. Yeah, I started recording when I oh, realized okay. that it was not recording. Oh, okay. Perfect. You um, missed the so part, too, about where I, we talked about my new microphone. Yes. Um, it's it's fancy. It's, it makes everything sound better. Um, um, I mean, we have covered a, a plethora of topics. A lot of topics. Now, I will tell you, here's a topic we have not covered. So, okay, I'll give this a fresh topic. In case you wanna, okay, so I finally bit the bullet today. I've been tempted to do it for a long time. And I'm, I'm doing it in the name of, well, I'm, let's say, I'm doing it. My, my reasons are twofold. Number one, I'm doing it for research for blog readers. Okay. Number two, I'm doing it for myself. Okay. But I finally signed up for Stitch Fix. Oh, you did? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to try it. I'm going to try it. So, um, so anyway, so I don't know. We'll see. But I liked it. Ask you a lot of good questions when you sign up. Well, so. you know, the people I know who do it seem to like it. That's, and here's my thing. I feel like Stitch Fix, if you don't know, is like a, and I'll put up a thing about it, but it's a online styling thing. So you pay $20 a month. They send you like five things, I think, once a month, or you can skip it. So you don't have to get that many things. If you buy one of those things, your $20 goes towards whatever you buy. If you don't buy anything, then you pay your $20. But, but it's you don't build up $20 from month to month. Do you? It's just like a $20 wash. Yeah, it's a $20 wash. Okay. Yeah, it's a $20 wash. So anyway, I um, so I've been tempted to try it for a while because I've heard people. But here's my thing. I feel like I'm in a little bit of a clothing rut. Mm. And I like shopping for myself. What I've heard people say is it makes them, they end up keeping things that they would never have tried on. Huh. And so, that, mm-hmm. to me, was the motivating factor mm-hmm. is I feel like maybe it will. And it lets you say things like I normally wear like. Like, what do you wear more often? Like, can I wear jeans and stuff more often? Like, I'm laid back casual. I don't dress up. I don't need business casual necessarily. Like, so you get to kind of set the parameters of, like, what you need. Right. So, we'll see. Well, I'm curious to see how you like it. I know. Because I always, with stuff like that, I'm always like, well, what if you don't like the brand? Or what? I don't know. It just, I don't know. But people seem to, to really, like, most people seem to keep at least half the stuff that they send. I know that's people. And I've heard people say that it makes them like stuff that they never would have tried on. And then I'll tell you what pushed me over the edge today was Edie wrote a post about it and that she's found some things. And I think she has a great sense of like quirky style. Yes. 
And so that, that gave me hope that it wouldn't just be like plain Jane stuff. Gotcha. So we'll see. And then what I've heard too, is you need to stick with them because every time they send you a box, you let them know, like you give feedback of like, I don't like this because oh, I don't. Oh, so it gets kind of like, this. like refined. So they, yeah. So over time, they, it gets better over time because they start to figure out like what you really like and what you're drawn to and all that. So like, I guess there are people who work there who just like shop for you kind of, yeah, I don't understand like, how that works. Yeah. I think that you just have, they have stylists that pick stuff out, I guess. And I would assume you go in stores. I mean, I don't know. Because my thing is, is like tops and stuff I don't think are tricky. But I think it's really tricky to try to pick out a dress or a pair of pants for somebody. Yeah, for sure. Especially by mail. Like I almost, anytime I shop online, it's almost always like a top or a sweater or something like that. Like I don't think I've ever bought, unless I've already tried them on in the store, a pair of jeans or something online. Yeah, now I'll get pants from Old Navy or from Gap online because I know which like I know what yes. size to order in certain styles mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. but um yeah. and, and they're pretty consistent well oh maybe it's not terribly consistent but they're consistent enough that I'll order them and then I'll just you know I'll I can run them up to the store if they don't work but um but those are probably the only two places where I order pants online and I don't know that I have ever ordered a, dr- a dress online I don't think I have Okay. Yeah. I don't, I'm trying to think, but I just don't wear, you know, it really has become, I'm, I hardly ever wear a dress. I hardly ever wear a dress. I mean, I just, I just don't. I'll wear a skirt in the summer, but I hardly ever wear it. Now I do have a couple of maxi dresses, but that's it. Yeah. Then I have some maxi dresses, but like my days of like going and getting like a dress. I mean, I have some in my closet that I've had just forever and I kind of hold on to them in case I need them, but I mean, I, I don't ever wear them. No more, no more special dresses for me and Taylor for special occasions. No, no. But I do have a couple that I've held on to because, you know, I used to always go like before Easter or something and buy myself a new dress. But now it's like everything's so casual. It's like I'm not going to put on a dress and I just, I don't need it. I know things are casual. Mm-hmm. I mean, life has gotten more casual. So it just kind of. I don't know. I just don't wear a lot of dresses. Now, I did get this week, I ran in Gap, and they had, I had bought last fall, I had bought this little navy cotton dress that just had like an elastic waistband, and it was real easy, and I threw it on, and I wore it a ton. And they had a version of that back in the store right before Christmas. Uh Uh-huh. But, and they were $54, and I did not buy one because I thought, nah, I don't need it. I'm just not going to. Well, when I went in the other day, and then they were gone. It was kind of one of those, I thought, I'll wait till they go on sale because, you know, everything at Gap goes on sale. Right, and you're good and about waiting like, out for a Gap. You'll, you'll wait out a Gap sale. Oh, for sure, yeah, because, I mean, it's you know you're going to get a 40% off or something. So, but they, they were gone. I mean, by the time they went on sale, it was like they were gone. And so, but I ran in the other day just to uh, kill time because I was – on my way to pick up Caroline and I had a few extra minutes and I ran in and they had one, I guess somebody returned it from Christmas, but they had one gray one in my size that was marked down to $15. Oh my goodness. So I you know. could tell Perry it was $15 and it was the truth. <laughs> for for real. It was really, and God bless him. This is what I love about Perry. He got home that day and he said, what'd you do? And I said, oh, I did it. And I said, and I ran in Gap. I said, and I got a dress for $15. And he was like, that's great. I mean, and like as many times as he's read that on the blog, he doesn't even question. Like, <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, that's great. So, 
Marcy. Like, you don't even appreciate that this time it really was. It really was fifteen dollars. Yep, and not fifteen dollars times ten, but fifteen dollars. Yep. Fifteen dollars. Hey, so. you know what? I hadn't even told you this. You know what I managed to do this Christmas? What? The the thing that I got Martha from Steinmart. Yes. It was too small for her. No. I I am not kidding. I am right now looking at the box where she has mailed it back to me so I can return it. You are kidding me. No. Did you in the infant section? How is it too small? <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. So I, I had a really hard time finding her something this year. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll tell you, I'll tell you why. There are no more jackets left to buy. She has all the jackets. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, our son works in transition because yes. we're in the temporary location while they rebuild the other one. So they don't have as much to choose from. And what they have is more like casual stuff, like what, like stuff that I would wear or that you would wear, you know, it's more yeah. like tops you wear with jeans. You know, they don't have as much of the Martha kind of clothes. Yeah. And I feel like color wise, the, whatever the trend is right now, or the palette is right now, it's not colors Martha will wear. She doesn't like to wear Brown. Um, she, you know, she's not an earth tones kind of person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so I just had trouble. So finally, one day I was in there and I asked one of the girls, I was like, can I'm, I'm just, I'm not able to find anything for my mother-in-law. And so she, anyway, she pulled this darling little black lace jacket and it's something like, you know, and I hear Martha in my head when I shop yes. and so I could hear, and it had like a, a cute sort of, um, like cream colored, um, rose with ribbons on it and not rose, but like a kind of a funky flower on the side pinned to it with some ribbons hanging down. So it was kind of, and it was trimmed in cream. So it was, you know, it was a little dressy. And Mm -hmm. so I hear her saying like, Oh, I can wear this when I go to the little theater or I can wear this when I'm going to a wedding or I can wear this. Um, this will be darling with my black slacks or I could wear it with my cream slacks or I could wear it with a black skirt or I could wear it with a cream skirt. You know, I'm hearing all this in my head. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, Oh, that's perfect. It looks like her. It was real delicate and dainty and just had like one little, um, hook and eye closure. It was just cute. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I thought it looked small and it was just a regular small. It was, it was not even a petite small. Oh. Um, it was just a regular small. And the, the girl said, she said, here's the thing. She said, go ahead and get the small because those tend to go first. Um, and she said, probably the medium will be here after Christmas. You know, if you need to exchange it. Well, Oh no. The, the small was too small. She, she just, she said it, you know, it just, it didn't work. So uh, Okay. For the first time. Wow. Wow. Because, you know, usually it's the opposite thing. Usually it's, well, the shoulders just go down to here and the sleeves are too long and I'm just going to have to yeah. get them altered. Um, but, but this time it was, it was, it was too little. Wow. Okay. So have you gone to see? I guess. You no, no. I'll probably, I'll go in the next couple of days probably and take okay. it back. Okay. So does she want the medium if they have it? I don't know. She didn't say, which kind of makes me think no. And so probably now I'll try to get her something that's a little bit more springy. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cause a lot of people start to have their spring merchandise in, but that gets back into the whole thing of there is no color. She does not have, but maybe yeah. there's a, maybe, maybe somebody's made a new print between yes. last, last spring and this spring. Now, does she wear like a scarf? Would she wear like a scarf or something? Oh, no. Uh-uh. No. Uh-uh. Oh, okay. Okay. No. I don't think, no. I mean, she might, like if she's cold, she'll wear like a, 
a crocheted scarf or a knitted scarf, that kind of scarf she will wear. Uh-huh. But just like a scarf to throw around her shoulders, that's not so much her thing. I think it just, I think it gets in her way. I don't know. Yes, yes. Uh, I kind of, you know, I like a scarf. I like the way a scarf looks. But sometimes when I wear them, I think this this is a little, it's, it's kind of confining. It feels a I little. I feel that way too. Like I love the way they look. But then I, I can sometimes start to feel claustrophobic in a scarf. Yeah. Yeah, that's Gully and I went, it was one cold day and we went to go eat lunch and I wore this scarf and it's real cute and it's fringy and it's this infinity scarf and I wore it and I swear like it is everything I could do to not get queso on it while I was eating my chips and queso. <laughs> it kind of sticks out. Like it's just, yeah. uh-huh. it's, it's like having a big ring around your, your neck. It is. And it's like clothing and you can't really push it out of the way because it's just right there. It's just, it's just there. It's like, it's, I don't know. So, um, uh, so in theory, I think I like them better than I like them in reality. And I love them on other people. I just think they're not always super practical. Do you remember in college when we would wear them, like you would fluff your scarf behind you like a blanket and then you would wrap it around your shoulder? Oh, yeah. Like a kind of like a like, like a, a kerchief. Yeah. Like a cape. <laughs> and then yeah. you would pin it. You either would pin it over on the side on your yeah. shoulder or uh-huh. they had these like holder things you could run them through do you remember yeah. that yes i had forgotten I had oh forgotten. I, that just that memory just came back to me just it just surged back into my memory oh my gosh i had totally forgotten that yes i had one that was of course an equestrian well print. sure it had to have horses on it <laughs> from limited for all the horse riding i did it made sense i'm surprised I, you said it was not from harold's well, it, I probably had one from Harold's too, but okay. I, the, the one I remember having, because I also, I bought it, I paired it with, I will tell you, I do remember this, some um, kind of camel colored riding pants. Sure. You know. <laughs> yeah. Did, with, did you have your crop, your, yeah, oh, your crop and just, whip with you as you. Mm-hmm. I was just shy of having a crop. I mean, it was uh-huh. the most, I mean, seriously, I was in College Station, Texas. I've, I've rarely been on a horse in my whole life, but I. I was prepared for any equestrian events that might come up. Mercy. I don't know. I just remember that because I remember that I wore that outfit when I got home Christmas after my fresh, after my fall semester at A&M, I got home and a bunch of friends and I all were going to go to a fraternity party at Lamar, which is the college in Beaumont. Um, cause we had a lot of friends that had stayed there and we were going to go and I wore those riding pants with that scarf. And I mean, I felt I was very sophisticated. You're beautiful. I, You've never was, been more beautiful. I was every, I was every inch of sophisticated <laughs> is what I was in my riding pants and the whole thing. So, well, I, I, um, I don't know why, but I suddenly, I mean, we've talked before about the, the dresses that button down the side, all like the, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know what I'm talking about? Those dresses. The Leslie Lux type. They weren't, they weren't Leslie Lux. Not those. They were like a heavy denim kind of canvas. I can't remember the oh, brand. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm talking about. But what were, I can't remember the brand. No, I don't remember either. Every Everybody had one. You had to have one. It buttoned mm-hmm. down the side and it had a collar. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, the collars were a big thing, yeah. I feel like, in the 80s. Yeah, they really were. Uh-huh. And so, but the scarf, I just remember getting a scarf and slinging it around my shoulders. Yeah, I'd totally forgotten about the scarf. Mm-hmm. So Martha would still probably wear one like that. I think she oh, liked yeah. that look. You know, like she mm-hmm. in the whole of the holder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fancy. Yeah, that was something. Now, um, speaking of 
holders and things like that. I saw on Pinterest the other day this that I thought was so pretty. It was a wedding bouquet, like a bridal bouquet, that was made, the whole thing was just made out of vintage brooches. Oh, that you know what? I saw something similar to that. It may have been on Pinterest, or maybe it was in a, I don't know where I would have seen it, but that rings a bell with me, and it was gorgeous. I thought it was so pretty. I was like, who would have ever thought? And I was like, and then that's so pretty because you would have it forever. It wouldn't be like flowers, you know? I mean, you could have it. For, I mean, I know people can hang their bouquets and do all that, but I'm just saying the vintage brooches I thought was gorgeous. I'm going to tell you what. Because I, you know, I have some younger friends who have gotten married recently or planning weddings. And mm-hmm. I talked to two just a couple of days ago um, who I've known since they were 15 who are who just got engaged and they're so excited and all that kind of stuff. If I had to plan a wedding in this day and time, I'd be on medication. Oh, there, yeah. There's no way. The, there's no way you can do that. The expectation mm-hmm. for it to be homey and crafty and personal and for everything to be personalized for your guest. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it's no more just like going to get a printer to do some invitations. No. I mean, like it's all custom and you've got to have all the chalkboard art and I mean, it, it, yeah. It's something else. It's got to have a theme. It's mm-hmm. it's we've hit a whole new yeah. level. The bridesmaids were in the dresses that match kind of but but don't or yep. yep. in the same color family but they're not the same and like the whole that whole process I would I would have to go on medication. Yeah, there's no I mean it, there's no way I could have survived it. I mm. mean there's there's just no way. It's so much and you've got to have like everything's got to be like a video set to music and then there's the pressure of your first dance are you going to surprise the crowd with doing a choreographed (laughs) dance with your dad or your best friend or whatever i mean like i just it's too much Uh, here's the other thing is now everybody documents like the first time they see each other like Mm -hmm. i won't tell you what david hudson and i would have done if (laughs) like (laughs) hey yeah i know i know I know. And, but you get all these things where like the girl's looking down and the guy kind of looks nervous and she reaches her hand back and everybody, everything's videoed and I don't know, set to some, you know, all sons and daughters song and like, and like, you know, she finally, she turns around and he just stares at her lovingly and, Uh you know, there's a single tear, the whole thing. We would not have been able to pull that off. No. No, mm-hmm. I don't know where these young people are getting these these wellsprings of romance <laughs> and emotion and emotion. Yes, yes. I don't yes. know where all the feelings are coming from. No, because but- I'm going to tell you one of the first things Perry said to me <laughs> after we got married. Like we got down the aisle and we got back, you know, you do the walk back down the aisle, like in the foyer and you're kind of standing around waiting for the rest of your wedding party to make it down the aisle. Yeah. And you think it's supposed to be like a big romantic moment because you're yes. finally married. Cause, and he looked at me and he said, well, I've never seen you wear your hair with bangs before. Like, <laughs> And to this day, he will tell you, I don't know why she wore those bangs. It didn't really even look like her on her wedding day. And you know, that's, that, so there you have it. That's what we would have documented. <laughs> Golly. He don't know why I wore my hair. And truthfully, he's right. I don't know why I did my hair like that that day, but it just seems like the right thing to do. <laughs> but see, like those moments don't really show up on all these videos I'm seeing on Facebook. No. You don't really see anybody say like, oh, I didn't really know you liked ruffles. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yes. 
Why'd you choose that? Why, why, why are your shoes turquoise when you've got on a cream colored dress? Yeah, yeah. Cowboy boots are an interesting choice. I yeah. Mean, I mean, you don't really get all that. And so, you know, I got my Mississippi magazine, the wedding edition this week, and I still have not had a chance to go through it. But I have a feeling if Pinterest and the things I'm seeing in real life are any indication, there are going to be a whole lot of cowboy boots, mason jars, and votive candles. That's my uh, prediction. Sure. Last week, last year it was sparklers. Everybody had sparklers when they left. Mm-hmm. Um you know, nobody throws rice anymore. That, you know. No, well, that's so passe. It's so passe to throw rice. Yeah. Or bird seed even. Nobody throws bird seed. I think we no, have bird seed. you've got to have bubbles or sparklers or something. Yeah. Something to make a big exit. It makes me so tired. It mm-hmm. makes me so tired. I love it when a, wed- a wedding feels like a celebration. I love yeah. that. I think that that's, I think that's wonderful when it feels like mm-hmm. a celebration. Mm-hmm. I, I don't like it when it feels like a Pinterest board. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree with that. And I think, yeah, I, and I've said before, if I were to do it all over again, I would find some little small country church, Me and too. Just do, you know, just and, do a small, simple little thing. And I think we honestly, we, I mean, our wedding was about to both be from the same town. It was just about as simple as we could have made it. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. we just, you know, I was a little bit older. I didn't have, I didn't have the dreams of being the princess and all that kind of stuff, but by the same token, I think that that's a lot of trouble to go to. But it's got to be, here's the thing. It's like all things in life. It's got to be what you want it to be and not just to what you feel like everybody's expectations. Right. It's got to be a reflection of who you are. Yes. And, and not a reflection of what the magazines and the, the Pinterest and all that stuff has told yes. you to be. Yes. Because if you're not a real Pinteresty, because it's the same. Yeah. Here's the thing. It's the same way I feel every year when I look at all the Christmas home tours Yes, online. I love them. And there are some gorgeous homes that are just decorated like to die for. But that's it's beyond my capability. Yeah. It's, it's beyond my capability to do that. And I appreciate that people can do that. But it, if I did that, it would it would put me in a mental home and then Christmas would be no fun at all. Yeah. What good is the fresh cedar when you're crawled yeah. up and in the fetal position in your bedroom? Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. It's just, it's too much. It's, I can't, I can't do it. So, um, that's it. It's just not my, it's not my gift. I'm with you. So now I will tell you, speaking of, and I was going to write this on the blog, which I still might, but speaking of things that are not your gift, I'm going to tell you that Caroline had, did I tell you this earlier in the week? For the first time ever, we had to do a uh, book report shadow box thing. Oh, stop right there. That's all I need to stop it. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) Listen, I cannot even begin to tell you. So here, first of all, I'm going to tell you how much I've grown as a person. You're going to be proud of me for this. So the book report, she was supposed to do it over Christmas break. And so, of course, the day before Christmas Okay, break, let me just say, let me say this right now. And I'm sorry, Caroline's teacher, if you're listening. Well, she's not. I, you know how, you know my issues with homework anyway. I have a lot uh-huh. of issues with homework. I know. I don't think it helps a mm-hmm. whole lot. Yeah, I get it. I agree. Let's stop giving children homework over the holidays. Yes. Like, there's no, there's, there's no point. These, these children, I'm telling you, this is such a soapbox with me. And you know this, mm-hmm. these children are over-tested, mm-hmm. I agree. over-programmed as it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I Let, agree. Let's give them two weeks just to be with family. Like there's, yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. Yes, that's it. And I mean, now in all fairness, 
the book report had been, you know, I mean, she could have done it early. We didn't find out about it the day of Christmas break. But, you know, you're getting ready for Christmas. So you're not going to spend time on a book report. So, by the way, Alex just um, came to the edge of the dining room and gave me a thumbs up and saluted me for saying well, that. But he has, I've told you, he, this year especially, he has not really had homework at all. Yeah. And see, and I, I just, to me, you have my child eight hours a day. That's plenty. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've got them. Anything you need to teach them, they can learn in eight hours a day. I just... I don't, I don't know. So anyway, and really she has, but anyway, so the book report, so it said, so you write a summary, you answer some questions about the book. What's the plot? Who are the main characters? Where does it take place? Blah, blah, blah. And then you write a summary. And so she typed up her summary and we did all that. And then it said using, which is, this is about to put you in a highlight. <laughs> yeah, um, my shoulders just tensed up when you said yeah. the word using. It said using clay. Oh, stop. <laughs> using clay. Or other materials that you have on hand Uh, create a scene uh, from the book. uh, So I said, well, we don't have clay on hand. So uh, what we will create is Caroline has canvases because that was one of her Christmas presents from Santa were canvases and paints. I said, I think you can just paint a little scene from the book on a canvas. uh So apparently part of the plot of the book, which don't even get me started on how dumb this book must have been, was that some people... There was a robbery. It was supposed to be a mystery. There was a robbery and somebody had stolen a ruby, but they tricked the other people because the ruby was really a, a cherry Jolly Rancher. I, I, can't, I can't even, I don't know. That's a whole other issue. But <laughs> I'm going to tell you that those children in that book were not able to identify the difference between a ruby and a cherry Jolly Rancher because they'd had too much homework. That's they were exactly exhausted. Right. Their senses were all <laughs> their their senses were completely out of whack. Yep, they were fried because of all the homework stress. So that was the whole plot of the book. So I said, just paint a picture of like a ruby. So like we found a picture of a ruby online that she copied and she painted. And da, 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 da. On Monday, she took the whole thing in. Well, she came home. So she said, my teacher has extended the deadline till Friday. She said, because a lot of kids did not remember and did not turn it in. Which, you think over Christmas break? Yeah. And by the way, I'm not slamming teachers because I cannot even imagine the pressure. And we won't get started on that. But mm-hmm. I can't even imagine the pressure teachers are under to meet all these objectives and all these underfunded. Anyway. Oh, I know. I, the, they're, the listen, whole, they're, they're just trying to, to yeah, they're do just the best they can with what their people are asking of them. That's exactly right. It's the, it's the legislators that are making, they're the ones that are ridiculous. It's not the teacher's fault. It's not the teacher's fault at all. So anyway, so she, so she came home and she said, so I turned in my summary and I turned in, but she said that the, that the project needs to be more of a scene. Okay. I had told Caroline the Mm -hmm. whole time. I said, here's the thing. She's just making sure that you read the book. I said, this is not an art class, so it's not really about the project. (laughs) Well, apparently I was wrong. But I like how you imposed your own personal beliefs on the instructions. <laughs> I am such a fan of that. Well, but I mean, when that's how, I mean, that's, you know, that's how I operate pretty much all the time. Yeah. Cause I was like, that to me makes sense. I mean that, that, that's, that's what it is, is you're making sure the kids have read the book. This is not an art class. So it should just didn't seem important that the craft is perfect. So she said, we need to do a shadow box scene. Somebody had come to school with a shadow box that even had a light in it that lit up, which I can't even mm-hmm. talk about that. And so, uh-uh. no, I just, I'm, I'm about to take a real deep breath. I know. So the first day, so I went to HEB, I bought some modeling clay. 
we, Caroline wanted to do like a black and white floor because that's in the book and da, 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 da. So we worked on it and I covered this shoe box and some black paper and we tried to, and I'm going to tell you, it looked terrible. And so, Car- so Caroline tried to make these little people out of clay, which they looked terrible. It looked like Mr. Bill. I was going mean, to say, Mr. Bill. <laughs> it was totally Mr. Bill. So I was like, and so she was, and she was like, whatever, mom, it's fine or whatever. Well, I'm going to tell you what I did. So uh, she said, you I couldn't, said, oh. you couldn't stand it. Could you? No, I said, I'll go to Michael's the next day. I said, I'll go to Michael's. And I said, I'll just find some little plastic people or something that we can glue in there to be the people and we'll figure it out. Well, I went to Michael's and I'm going to tell you that there are some problems you just have to throw money at. And that uh-huh. is one. Yeah. I bought a white already covered box. I bought rubies. I bought a chain of beads that looked like rubies. I bought a wooden box to put in it because you open up. And then I went, stopped at Walgreens and I bought a pack of Cherry Jolly Ranchers. Oh my word. And that's what we did. And I brought a gold Sharpie. And so we did it and it looked great. So she took it to school yesterday. So that's because that's when it was due. She took it to school yesterday and came home with it yesterday afternoon. No. And I said, did you turn it in? Like, what is it? And she said, oh yeah, she just needed to check to make sure we did it. So did not even put them on display. Oh. I didn't even tell you oh. how oh. annoyed I was. Oh. But I'm like, but my picture, the picture that she painted didn't count. Because I'm going to tell you, here's a true story. She painted that picture and did that whole thing by herself. I made that stupid shadow box. I mean, like, oh my I was just goodness. like, we don't have time to deal with it. And it's a dumb thing. Caroline is not an artsy craftsy kid. And so I'm not going to make her sit and do, I'm like, that's a stupid use of her time. So, and a stupid use of mine, but. You know, I, you know, I'd gotten some sticks and some leaves. I just. I know. I know. I I, I just, mm. but you know, I'm also that like, I, I don't know. Because of my personality about that kind of stuff, I cannot be the one to help. Like, (laughs) Like you're either going to do it on your own or you're going to ask your daddy because uh-huh. Uh-huh. I tend, uh-huh. it kind of makes me a, a little, I mean, I'm, I'm uptight anyway, but it, uh-huh. it sends me right over, right over. I know. I know. So anyway, it was, it's, it's fine. But here's the thing. If you're going to ask the kids to do that, then I think that they ought to be like on display for a while or something. There needs to be more of a point than here. I've checked it off that you did this and that's the end because that's why I had her do the picture in the first place. Cause I was like, this is just to check the box. What's really important is that the <sighs> summer's well-written and her grammar's right. Cause right. Wouldn't you think it's about the writing skills? I, I think the writing would be important. Yes. Mm-hmm. Maybe more important than the craft. Yeah, but apparently I was wrong. But I will say as fifth grade has gone on, Caroline has gotten better about, because we've kind of made a deal where I'm like, you know, you can come home and you can have about an hour and then whatever. And she's gotten really good at, I don't have to say anything to her. Like she'll come home, she'll sit for about an hour and she's like, I probably need to get started on my homework. And then she'll, for the most part, unless it's a question she just doesn't know the answer to, she'll sit in there, do it. She won't, she doesn't need my help. She doesn't, Mm -hmm. you know. And then every now and then there'll be something that she doesn't understand. But I think she's also learned that it, it, it does her no good to ask me a math question. <laughs> right. Yeah. I sure. mean, she, yeah. she'd be better off just guessing than to ask me. So, well, you uh, know, Papa in there, he's gone. Um, he gets his done. I mean, like a lot of times if he has any, he'll do it. He'll try to do it sometime, at some point at school. Uh-huh. But if he has something at home, I mean, he's like, he gets home, he sits down, he gets her done. Yeah. Um, but, but he likes to be free and clear. Like he likes mm-hmm. to, he likes to enter into the rest of the afternoon with, with no obligations. 
Yes, yes, I, I get that. And to me, that would be more my mentality, but she likes to have a See, I would be more like Caroline, though, because I have to give my brain, like, I have to give my brain a little time. I need I need some recovery time, and then I'm ready to jump in, but I can't just go from thing to thing to thing to thing. Yeah. So yeah. I would be much more like her as far as that goes. Just let me have a minute, and, yeah. then, and then we can yeah. talk about it. She likes a little time. So mm-hmm. um, now on a totally different but television-related note, I mm-hmm. saw that Mad Men starts April 13th. That feels like a long time. Uh, it's a, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. It's a long time. And it probably means we're going to have about a month in between when Downton Abbey ends and Mad Men begins. Well, that will be the, will that be the month? That'll be around spring break then. That'll be about the month when I'm trying to finish that book. So that might not be a bad thing. Well, no, but you've got plenty of time. I've got plenty of time. Yeah. yeah. They didn't hear that earlier because, you know, it no. wasn't recording, but. No, I always tell Sophie, no matter what is long is through this whole book process. I'm like, you've got nothing but time. You've got plenty of time. And so we've laughed because when's it due? Like April 1st? So March 31st. Yeah. Uh, March 31st. That uh, like on March 30th. I'm <laughs> you, have nothing, you have plenty of time. Yeah. There's no reason to stress. You have nothing. 7 a.m. But- March 31st. You got plenty of time. You got 20, hours. We'll be fine. It's going to mm-hmm. all be fine. So. Yeah. Um. So, anyway, so Mad Men, but they're dividing the last season into two seasons. Did you know that? I did know that, and I, uh, I don't know. I get I, why they're doing it, but come on. I know. Why make us wait a whole nother year? I know. It's like this little scandal interim. It's killing me. Like, Thursday nights are pointless. I know. Well, yeah, because it's like I looked at my DVR today because my people left for the ranch, and I was like, oh, what am I going to watch? And I was like, there's nothing. I've nothing. watched there. There's nothing. There's nothing to watch because, I mean, of course, I watched Downton Abbey when it comes on. And then um, I've, I had already watched Parenthood this week, so it was. Um, I'm, I've got, I have all the Parenthood stockpiled. I have not watched it at all this season. Okay. And I have a bunch of Revenges stockpiled. Um, because I have to, you know, I, I, I have to watch them and roll my eyes. And so I tend to fast forward through a lot of them, but okay. I always, are you still watching? Have you watched revenge? I haven't started it yet. Okay. Well, there's this character named Nolan on revenge and every time Nolan talks, he whispers oh, and no. it's always very urgent, Emily. Um, and so, but after a while it starts to get on my nerves and I complain about it a lot and I complain about it so much that David always says, if you're going to complain about it, like, why are you going to watch it? I'm like, yeah. well, because for some reason I, I like to watch it and complain about it. So, yeah. yeah, that was me with Nashville. That's how I got with Nashville. But I think now I've just decided I'm done watching Are you it. done? It's over. It just, it got so stupid. And here's the thing. The music on it is good. And so the music kind of kept me coming back because I would always like to hear what new song they did during the show. Right. But I didn't feel like the last couple episodes, the music hadn't been as good. And so now, and it's kind of, it's just gotten, it's gotten way too soap opera-y, soap, soap opera-ish. Mm-hmm. And I think if I could watch it with that campy mentality, it would be better, but I'm just not there yet with it. Well, I will tell you that right before Christmas, they filmed in my sister's office. Oh, they did? Yeah. Well, in her building, not in her specific office, but they filmed in her building. Okay. Well, that may make me, maybe I'll watch that episode. Yeah, I'll find out when it, that's going to be and let you know. Okay. I, mean, just, it, I mean, yeah, but, but because you've been there, it might be cool for, yeah. you know. Yeah. For interest sake. Yeah. I think just for cool. fun, for kicks. Yeah. So Nashville. Now I'll tell you too, something interesting, just what, going back to Mad Men for a minute had in the last like month i've had two dreams about john ham and i'm gonna tell you okay the first one was your dad was john ham 
my dad was John Hamm. Remember, mm-hmm. I told you about that. So I was I was in a situation, and I needed my dad to help me escape. And when he showed up, he was Don Draper. He was it was he was dressed in that character, which kind of makes sense in my subconscious because that was I mean that's kind of the era that my dad right. was building his career and all that stuff. And my dad has dark hair, and so there's a similar look there. So anyway, that makes sense. But, but like two nights ago, I dreamed that we went to church. Perry and I, not me and you, we went to church on Sunday morning and it wasn't really our church, but in my dream, it was our church. Right. They announced we were going to have a guest pastor and it was John Hamm. (laughs) (laughs) And he was good. And I was, he was, did he bring the word? He was a great preacher. Mm -hmm. I don't remember what he preached about, but it, so I don't, I don't know why John Hamm is, I mean, I feel like he's been in odd kind of like mentor leadership roles in life. I don't know. Yes. (laughs) Which, which in reality, I don't know. I mean, Don Draper for sure isn't somebody you really want in a mentorship role in your life. And um, I don't know that, you know, John Hamm, I mean, I'm sure, I think he's funny. I've I've always liked that he seems to not take himself too seriously. Right. But, But you know, I don't know anything about him. I don't really either. Well, okay, so I, team, we've we've resorted to talking about dreams, but a couple of nights ago, night before last, (laughs) I dreamed that you and I were at this conference. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know what kind of conference it was, but you and I were there. We were both doing something at this conference mm-hmm. and we were in this big room that was kind of like a sanctuary uh-huh. and we weren't like, we weren't speaking or anything. We were just in the sanctuary, but we were going to speak later, I think. Okay. So we get up, we leave the sanctuary and, um, and we're walking together and coming toward us, um, Katy Perry and Ann Landers. Well, of course. <laughs> sure. Um, I don't listen. The mind is a strange. It, listen, that is the truth. It's that a strange thing. Katy Perry and Ann Landers. Somehow mm-hmm. Ann Landers was familiar, had read our books, knew, like was friendly. And okay. we had a lovely conversation. I think Ann Landers is dead, by the way. Yeah, I think she died like 10 years ago. But yeah, but, but in, in the dream, Katy Perry never acknowledged this. She would not even look our way. And I remember thinking, like, I bet she's texting with John Mayer right now. She was, I mean, she was, you know, she was just distant. She didn't, she was not interested really in, in talking to us. Well, and I think that's probably pretty true because I would say Katy Perry would probably be the last person. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But she, she looked darling. She had like this aqua kind of shift, long, flowy, sort of mod like dress. Okay. But, um. Anyway, but like we walked off and, um, and we were just as tickled to have met Ann Landers. Oh, well, I, I, there was a time, listen, I used to read Ann Landers every morning. I did too. That's the only way really in the pre-internet age that you had any exposure to other people's problems with Ann Landers. I know. And I, I read faithfully to hear what was going on with people, which isn't that funny now? You think that was an advice column that people were like nobody, you know, it's kind of, I don't know. I don't know who. There's not really, I guess maybe in newspapers, is there still Dear Abby? Do do I still do that? I think that, but it's not Abby anymore. It's somebody else. Hints from Heloise. They still do hints from Heloise in the paper? You know, Heloise is from San Antonio. No, I didn't know that. She is. Yeah. She's a local celebrity. I mean, she's still alive somewhere. I don't know. But um, yeah. I I I bet her house is just neat as a pin. Well, don't you know? Uh No stains on anything. No. Heavens Uh, no. Lots of baking soda, too. For sure. I I don't know. I can't, I couldn't tell you the last time I picked up a newspaper. Yeah. I don't ever read a newspaper and I don't know if I told you, but we had some like points 
like it was with some airline we had points that we had to, to use or we would lose but we didn't have enough points to get a ticket you know it's that kind of thing mm-hmm. and so like for where we were point wise really all we could get were magazines mm-hmm. and so david gave me the thing and he was like just pick out a few magazines or whatever here's what i have come to realize i hate getting magazines now and i used to love it i Uh used to like it used to be a highlight for me i hate getting magazines because you know what they are clutter yes i know i agree and we got we got a stack today and i keep thinking have these subscriptions run out yet like please let them run out i don't mind like having the subscription if i can access it online but Uh i don't want the i don't want the magazine in my house Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Unless it's like a Southern Living or like this Mississippi magazine. If it's something special or it's got really pretty pictures, but just like yeah. your average magazine, I don't want it in my house. Yeah, yeah. I don't subscribe to any magazines anymore. I, w- I don't know that I will after this. Mm-hmm. I mean, I might subscribe if that means I can look at it online or read it online, but I don't want, I don't want the, the, the hard copy coming to my house. Yeah, yeah. I totally get that. I, I, I'm trying to think. I think the last time a Southern Living um, pres- uh, prescription, subscription expired, I did not renew it, and I haven't done a thing yet. And I'll tell you, too, I have, by and large, quit buying magazines even. Because used to, I would pick one up at the grocery store. I would, too, but I don't anymore because mm-hmm. I, I re- you can read all that stuff online a lot yep. of times. Yeah, that's it. So I don't, I don't bother. So the only time I really ever buy magazines is if I'm flying somewhere. Yeah, me too. I always buy, I love them when I fly because I can't, I have a hard time getting into a book. But like now, like the Clarion Ledger is the, the big newspaper in Mississippi. It's the Jackson newspaper. Mm-hmm. And, um, and like I used to subscribe when we lived in Louisiana and subscribe for a little while here so I could get all the Mississippi State news and yes, just Mississippi news. So, but I subscribe to it online and I read it every day. I read it okay. every day. Um, and subscribe, but I don't want it coming to my house. Like, just let me read online. Yes. Yes. Well, cause then it's clutter. I mean, it's yeah. just it's it. I mean, yeah, I just, I like to just, I get, I read everything I want to read online. I'm with you. So, and I think that's it. And sometimes I still like getting an in style or something, but even that it's like, you can find all of it online. So it kind of seems like a waste of money. I know. And so the in style was one of the magazines that I picked, but like with the free thing. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that I have opened one, except like yeah. I've taken it on a plane. But um, like I got one, is Sarah Jessica Parker on the latest one, maybe? And um, and I will probably throw it away. I just, I can't, It they drive me crazy. Okay, well, there you have it. Sorry, magazine industry. Because I, I, I love the content, I just don't want the clutter. Yeah, I get it. I, I don't hope- know why I'm so different about that than I used to be, except that I feel like we get overrun with paper. And so... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just get tired of trying to sort it and find a place for it and all that. I know. Now, ironically, Perry is still a magazine subscriber in our home. I mean, we get like American Gun. We get Texas Wildlife and Outdoors. Mm-hmm. Texas Trophy Hunters. We get whatever. I mean, but he reads them. I mean, you know, so, but he's less likely to get on the computer and read stuff for a long time like I am. Right. Well, that's that whole thing about how men tend to like like informational kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. he's getting lots of information in the mail, I reckon. Yes, he is. He's finding about all the outdoor things that mm-hmm. you need to know. Mm-hmm. So there you have it. 
Well, all righty. Well, we managed to talk for 45 more minutes. Oh, good. I'm so glad. I'm mm-hmm. so glad. I hate, though, that we lost that big chunk at the beginning, especially all the beauty tips. I oh, know. There was a lot of beauty tips. But maybe we'll revisit it when we're when we're back and we're, it's fresh. Because if we did it now, I feel like it would just feel like... We oh, it would. it would. It would. It would feel... It would... Listen. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, by all means, if nothing else, we are professionals. Oh, for sure. And I we mean, we can't, we can't, you can't force the craft. You cannot force the craft. No, you cannot force the craft. And I mean, listen, people I'm sure would so much rather hear about my shadow box project. <laughs> and my thoughts on homework in schools. Yeah. Then helpful tips about, you know, makeup and beauty. I mean, who needs that when they can hear how I went to Michael's and spent $35 <laughs> for a craft that came right and back. And a pack home. of cherry Jolly Ranchers. That's right. That's right. Golly. So, you know, all is not lost. If anybody needs a cherry Jolly Rancher, I've got them. You've got them. Well, yep. I've got, I guess I need to get, I've got to get potatoes out of the oven. Alex okay. asked this morning if I would make twice baked potatoes. Oh, yum. That sounds good. So I've got to get those out of the oven and make the, the stuff in part and um, maybe clean up some of this clutter off the kitchen table. I am, this is the last thing I'll say. What? over last topic, just that I am kind of in a weird place where I kind of feel like I need a desk and I don't know what to do about that. Like, Hey, yes. Because I tend to, I'm like, I, like, I, you know, I used to just, I kept my computer on the bar on the living room, Uh but lately when I have kind of needed to prepare things like, like lessons and whatnot for, you know, different stuff where mm-hmm. I need, like, I need my Bible and, I, you know, whatever books or whatever, I need to kind of spread out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I end up at the breakfast room table, which is where I am right now. And then, so that's kind of turned into, because my Bible is here, that's kind of, it's kind of turned into my quiet time spot. And every time we eat, I have to clear all this stuff off the table. And so the other yep. day I said, I feel like I need a desk, but I need a big desk because I need, I've got books and stuff like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That I need to flip through, and I don't really know. You know, I've always kind of prided myself on my simplistic approach to things, like blogs and all that, and how I don't have a desk. I just sit on a couch or on the bed or whatever. But more and more, I kind of feel like I need a desk. Oh, okay. I, that's funny that you say that, because I've been thinking lately. We've talked for years about tearing down our back house and rebuilding, like doing something new out there. Are you? Are you if you have an office, I'm going to be so jealous. Well, I mean, but I, I don't think it's, I mean, here's the thing. I think we still need to, somewhere we need some buckets of money to make sure. Sure, well, yeah. But, um, but I, um, but I just, Perry and I have talked more and more because he offices out of the house too. And mm-hmm. there are just times that both of us could use a place to, because like this week it was raining. So we were both home every single day. Mm-hmm. And when we're both home, it's hard. One of us is not really great about not asking the other one a lot of questions while the other one is trying to watch. <laughs> So that's you, isn't it? You can just figure that out. Yeah. But um, anyway, we have thought it would be so great because I would love, because I don't always love, like you said today, going to a coffee shop or going to a Starbucks or whatever. I mean, that's fine sometimes because, and sometimes I've got to do it because if I've been home, I'll decide that today's a good day to alphabetize my spice rack because that's exactly writing. Um, and I'll while away the time or I'll turn on a friend's marathon or I'll go look at my skin and think about beauty products. Right. Mm-hmm. But, um, but if I had a place that was here that, but was not here, that would be great. Yeah. Well, so, and that, that's what David was saying today. He was like, well, what if we took, you know, we were kind of thinking about, cause we don't, we don't have an extra, I mean, we don't have a place really for a desk. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So he was saying, like, well, what if we move this and move that and did this, that, and the other? I don't know. It's tricky because I feel like I did go through the room off the kitchen. I went through after, um, well, right after the new year. And I have a, like a buffet kind of thing in there that has just kind of been a, like a kind of a hodgepodge thing. And I got all my books in one place, like all my Bibles, all my books, you know, all that kind of stuff in one spot. So it kind of makes sense to put a desk in there. I think more and more I would like to have a quiet place to go. Yeah, yeah, I get, I totally get that. I totally get that. So, um, well, here's hoping we can both figure something out. I know. So, so anyway, I don't know because I'm like you. I the um, I love to to people watching stuff in the um, coffee shops with them. I get distracted really yeah. easily. Yes, I know. I hear you. I hear you. That's kind of me. Well, and now my Starbucks, you know, they've changed it up. My Starbucks, mm-hmm. and that's the whole issue. And my buddy doesn't go there anymore. So that's the whole issue. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I'm going to have to start all over again. Oh, goodness. So, um, okay. I'm, I'm going to say something right now and you can edit this out of the podcast, but I just need you to know that I just got a notification that Emily Maynard is now following me on Twitter. Stop it. No, I'm not even. Stop it. <laughs> Stop. I'm a little giddy. I'm going to be honest. Wait, is it that Emily Maynard? Yes. it's. I'm looking at her picture. It's Emily Maynard. Stop it. No, it's her. It is her. I'm not even kidding you. Oh, my word. I know. I can't even get over it. Well, I just, I feel like. I, I, I mean, I can, this is pretty much it. Who needs an office now? Emily? Who needs an office now? You've got the bachelorette, <laughs> sister. Well, and you know, she just got engaged. No. Oh, you didn't read that? No. Listen, I hadn't, I'm not kidding. I have not, I'm a little out of touch right now. I'm just going to say that. If it hadn't happened in college football, I probably don't know about it. Well, that, that, the same could be said of me, but I did see it was, it was headlines last week. She got married to a guy. She's, I mean, not married. She got engaged to a guy. She's been dating for like two years or something. I had no idea she was engaged. Yeah. Yeah. She's engaged. So I don't know when the wedding's going to be or anything. I'm sure now that she's following me on Twitter, I'll probably get an invitation. I know. Well, I was going to say, well, you should direct message her and ask her. If she's following <laughs> you, you can message her now. So you can That's say, true. when's the wedding? Uh-huh. Listen, if she uh, if she uh, listens to this podcast, there's a good chance she's not only going to quit following <laughs> me. Well, I'm, like, I'm, I'm going to Twitter right now just to pull up her profile and see. Like, I don't know. I've, like, it's, it's one of those things. Like, I've got, I need, I've got to be a part of it. Yeah, well, I've got to get there. Okay, so, she, so she, stop it. She, you're at the top of her list. Following <laughs> Melanie Shankle, wife, mother, writer, Aggie shopper, author. Like there right there, right at the there top. I, yep, there, there it is. So I don't, I don't even know what to say about that. I read her blog. I am so tickled. You know I, f- I found out had a blog the other day that I didn't know. And this is a weird thing because she lives, you know, she lives here in Birmingham, but Sarah Evans has a blog. Oh. Wow. And, and I sort of wanted to leave a comment on it, but on the, by the same token, I'm like, but that's, that feels weird. And so, so I didn't, but yes. she, has, she has a really cute blog. Okay. Well, I'll have to go check that out because I've always, I'm, you know, I love her music. And I, I know. Think she's, so, but she has, she's married to that Alabama quarterback. She's married right? to Jay Barker. Okay. That's okay. All right. Yeah. I've always thought she is just so cute. She's draw. I think she's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I mean, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I really, I can't tell you, I'm going to leave this whole thing in here because I'm, I'm overcome. <laughs> I'm overcome. I'm overcome. I'm so happy. Just, I'm thinking of that, of, that, of that verse from Isaiah. Behold, I'm doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? 
I mean, it's, <laughs> it's a, it's a whole new thing. I mean, I I'm so it is one thing I'm, I don't know. Maybe it's the times we live in, but it's but weird. The bachelorette. Well, but you think about it too. Here's the thing. She, I know she knows Shay from mix and match. Well, yeah, for sure. So you think there's, see, it goes into that whole six degrees of separation thing. Yeah. So, you know, we're all of a sudden, it's like, I mean, Shay's linked to my blog and your blog and, you know, there's been different connection there. So if she followed, you know, where you're kind of like, oh, okay, I see how all the pieces can connect, but it still is a little surreal. Well, I just, I was so deeply invested in her journey on The Uh, Bachelorette, her amazing journey. Yeah. She was my favorite. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, cause who was it? I knew I didn't want her to pick Ari. Who did? I didn't want her to pick Jeff either. I can't even remember seeing out that other guy. Oh, it was, it was Sean. Yeah, it was Sean. Yeah. But now he's happy with Catherine. And so that all worked out for the best. Yeah. It did all work out for the best. Yeah. See, it just shows it all works out for the best. So, which uh, well, I know we've been talking too long now, but Juan Pablo, are you going to keep watching that? I, I don't, I will keep watching to see who keeps moving through because mm-hmm. no matter how little I watch, I'm I'm always well. I, I didn't with Desiree. I'll always watch the final, like the the last one. So I kind of like to know what's going yes. on. Yeah, I agree. But I, I'm telling you, I was I truly was exhausted for him after this last one. I was yes. exhausted for him. He seemed exhausted. He, I, yeah. I agree like, with you. And I felt I felt like I thought, okay, is he an introvert trying to be an extrovert? And see, mm-hmm. I'm projecting. But like, is he an introvert trying to be an extrovert? And, and like trying to really, he was trying to be really congenial and personal with everybody, but it, it just, it made me really tired. Mm-hmm. And he also gets very close to people when he talks. Yeah. Yeah, he does. But I think that's like a, a Latin America. I think that's I a, too. I think it's cultural, but it can yeah. still stress me out. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I like him. I think he's, I think he seems to have a good personality and stuff. I didn't watch the, whatever the was the one before I didn't watch any of this, the Desiree one. I did not. So I didn't know Juan Pablo. This was, this, this was my first experience with Juan Pablo. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um, I don't know. I always like to watch a, usually I like to watch a bachelor more than a bachelorette. Yeah, me too. I would agree with that. If for no other reason than the shallow thing of, I like to see what all the girls are wearing. Yeah. I like to see the clothes. Yeah. I felt like with the, the you know, I kind of fast forwarded through all the meet and greets getting out of the limo, mm-hmm. but I felt like a lot of the dresses, I felt like, I feel like the things that they were wearing when the show started, maybe they're still wearing, like they're still pulling yeah. all that stuff out on a rack and saying, pick one girls. Yeah. Cause a lot of it looked kind of like, I don't know. A lot of this stuff looked older to me than, I don't know. I didn't. Yeah. It looked very, um, pageant. Pageanty. Yes. Very yeah. pageant. But I did like the dress. See, I thought he's got good taste because that opera singer, I did think her dress was really one of the prettiest ones. Oh yeah, it was it was very elegant. That, it was elegant with that dusty. It was like a dusty rose, and it had that. It was like a blouse. It was a little blousy, but it had that cutout back. I thought it was very elegant and sophisticated. Speaking of dresses, my sister in law Rose just sent me a picture of my niece Melissa. Oh my goodness, I'm gonna have to forge you this. What? She's going to a dance tonight, and Rose told me her dress was beautiful, and it is. She looks so pretty. Mm-hmm. How she doesn't now? look pageanty, huh? 14? No, 14, she just 15. turned 16. She just turned 16? She just turned 16 this past oh. week, and she has a car that she drives. Oh, that is just, I don't even know what to do about that. Listen, I, I, back, my, my older nephew this uh-huh. summer, 
He will turn 16 and have a car that he drives. Oh, that is weird to me. I just, I it's can't. It's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. That is crazy. Oh my gosh. Well, I guess we're going to be there before we know it. I know. I can't, I cannot, uh, I can't think about it for too long. No, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk okay. about the, the growing up. Uh, all, all right, well, I'm going to get these potatoes out of the oven before they <laughs> scorch. Okay, well, I'll. Hey, uh, you and I have been talking <laughs> for an hour and 38 minutes. Now, the podcast is only going to be, you know, I don't know, whatever that's going to be. But yeah, you and I have been talking for pretty much an hour and 40 minutes. Well, and I could come up with more stuff. To <laughs> you can get your potatoes. You know what it is? It's because I went back to work this week. And so we hadn't been able to talk as much. And so we had a lot of things to say. We did. We had a lot of catching up to do. But now we've, we've gotten at least an hour and 40 minutes worth taken care of. Yeah, and the podcast is going to be an hour long when it's all said and done. Well, then everybody's in for a treat, except for the whole first part that they missed. <laughs> probably the most interesting part. Yeah. But we can rest in the peace of knowing they're going to know all about that shadow box. Well, that's right. They're going to know about the ruby and the shadow box and all my bitterness towards the whole situation. <laughs> well, so there's that. Alrighty. Well, um, I'll talk to you later on. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye.